I'm Tom Salmons. This is Year Zero. I want to continue my thoughts that I had expressed in uh, the substack I had released earlier this week um, called Dwindling Confidence and Growing Liberty. Um, if you haven't found my substack and you're interested, it's Tommy salmons.substack.com Tommy salmons.substack.com at this point I'm not charging for anything uh, I'm not asking for any money um, just like I haven't asked y'all to donate you know to patreon or anything like that up to date especially with this year and the way this year's been going um, I want y'all to be able to get uh, you know information as if, if you want to hear what the information that I am, you know, giving out, then I want y'all to be able to get it. And I don't want you to feel like you have to pay me for it. And, um, if, uh, if I keep getting requests, you know, for how to donate or where to donate, I'll, I'll get everything set up for y'all. And, uh, but I'm not absolutely too concerned about that. Um, at this point in time, just because I don't think that it's, an appropriate time of year or an appropriate year or an appropriate time to be um, looking at that. I'm looking at other ways to uh, to make money and at, at the at this point I'm comfortable enough between uh, the work I'm doing, driving a truck and um, Beatrix and uh and the things that she's doing. So, um, we're not, we're not hurting at this point. So I don't, I'm not going to, uh, push that upon you, but, um, if you're interested, it's uh Tommy Salmons dot com. It's T O M M Y S A L M O N S dot substack.com. Um, I'll be going on like bullshit rants about, ideas I have or thoughts I have or what ifs and some some of uh, some of that um, I'll be releasing short stories that uh, I'm writing I'm writing one right now um, that's going to be slightly dystopian and uh, I think it'll interest all of you um, and it's just uh, it's just a place for me to exercise my writing skills and to continue uh, my love of writing in in a way that is uh, is productive and uh, keeps me keeps me uh, nimble in uh, in writing because I've always loved writing ever ever since I can remember that's reading and writing been my passions for decades so oh god i can say i'm decades old holy shit i'm four decades old i don't suspect i'm gonna hit a century but you know that's just me um anyway so yeah i wanted to continue on that because all right so the idea of 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 the op that i wrote 
and it's just an opinion article about, you know, uh, the dwindling confidence in the institutions of America and how, uh, especially among conservatives, given this election cycle, um, the COVID hysteria, um, the shutting down of businesses, all these lockdowns, the economic problems that it's caused. Um, and I wanted to I wanted to kind of continue along that line of thought because I really believe at this point that we have seen beyond a shadow of a doubt that malice is correct, that you cannot talk to these people. Like the discussion's over. There's nothing to talk to them about. They are looking to institute power and they are looking to wield that power against you and your livelihood. They want to tear you down. They want you to be dependent upon the state in order for them to be able to control you. And the more dependent you become on the state, then the, uh, the less likely you are to uh, argue against their, their chosen economic system, their... I don't even know if it's complete Marxism, but it's kind of like this clashing of Marxism and Keynesianism in which the state is in its in its crony corporate benefactors are the distributors of wealth. And not only among the nation, but among all nations and throughout the entire world. Um, if, you, if you've looked into Klaus Schwab and the Great Reset at all, I'm sure you've heard him say that this is a time for a new social contract, which I didn't sign the first one. I don't expect they're going to ask me to sign this one. But I don't see this as a – I don't see the potential of just saying I'm withholding consent or I do not agree to your dictates as, as being an effective method. We are going to have to – um, it's not enough to be against a social contract. You have to actively be anti-social contract. And so um, I think the way to do that is to be actively independent and individualistic. And I tend to look at the right and not even necessarily the extreme right. Like when you look into when you're getting into the kind of a, I can't think of the guy's name, but more of the white nationalist side, Richard Spencer. That's who I was trying to think of. Not him because he is very much more of a, He's more of a socialist in his economic theory. Um, he believes that 
everything the state is doing is is great, but it should only be available for white people and that white people need their own space and their own. Um, they need to be more like a Scandinavian country and to, you know, uh, be much more uh, hegemonic in their or heterodox, I guess, in their uh, in the race. And I, I just so I'm not even speaking to them because they're not really in line with what I'm talking about here. I think that people like the Hoteps, um, conservatives in general, menarchists, libertarians, even to an extent populists, though populists do seem to advocate more debt and deficit and social programs than I am comfortable with are our best bet as far as creating um, a conglomeration of, of forces and ideas and to spread our ideas. This is, it's become extremely clear that there is the call or the desire, the need, I guess, for a type of revolution, revelatory action. And so to speak to to counter the authoritarianism, the totalitarianism that is being perpetrated on all of us. And it, it feels it feels like the only right there's there are there are right and wrong ways to accomplish this. There are right and wrong ways to approach this. What we're what we're looking at is a situation where it can easily turn out to be my chosen authoritarian versus your chosen authoritarianism. Or it can become my liberty, our liberty, versus your authoritarianism. And the latter is much preferred to the former. And I say this in thinking that along the lines of thinking that Counter-economics and, and agorism are skills. There, it, it's a it's a skill set. It's a it's a strategy. It's a peaceful revolutionary strategy, and it's not necessarily it's not 
peace is not required for this strategy to be effective. That, that and so what what I am okay, so let's back this up just a tad bit. So you had this bar in Staten Island, and this bar owner and and Cuomo comes at this bar owner and says, You have to shut down, you're in an orange zone. It's COVID is 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 very strenuous there in your area. The bar owner says, fuck you. I have to live and I can't afford to live if we continue to be locked down and I'm not going to do it. I claim my bar to be an autonomous zone and I'm going to give away food and I'm going to give away drinks and I'm going to encourage my patrons to give me donations. And a couple of days later, Cuomo sends in the cavalry. I think it was something like 50 cops showed up to arrest this bar owner. And they show up like a military force and they haul this bar owner away. Saying that they had revoked his liquor license and that he was not allowed to serve alcohol. And that giving it away was not uh, a... a loophole. It wasn't a it wasn't a workaround. And so they arrest this bar owner for wanting to stay in business, for wanting to provide for his family. While at the same time, these same people that are locking down small businesses all over the country are continuing to have large meetings, meet in large groups, go to restaurants, go get their hairs did, and all that good jazz. They expect the rest of us to sit in our homes and suffer and wait on them to pass a stimulus, to wait on them to increase the debt, to wait on them to further inflate the money supply and further enslave our future generations to the debt and deficits that they procure upon us. And small businesses are beginning to stand up and say, no, I'm not doing it. No, no, I've, I've built this business from the ground up and we are fairly successful. But we are not going to be a fa- another fatality of your lockdowns. We're not going to be a victim of your authoritarianism. It's not going to happen. And it shows the spirit that runs through so many Americans, the spirit of independence and individuality. That runs through so many Americans and, 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 and through the pulse of, of what many of us believe to be the rugged individuality. The, the, it, and, and it may be a myth, okay? Let's say it is a myth, but it's not a bad myth. It's a good myth. It's, it's something to strive for. It's something to... To look upon with 
with envy and and awe inspiring to to make us want to better ourselves and and create a better world for our children and to work hard and to succeed and to create wealth and influence for for our children for our children's children for our spouses yet the government wishes for you to believe that they have the authority to shut you down to stop your progress to stop your momentum in moving forward and they have no such authority who gave them that authority and the more that the government attempts to dictate the authority upon you to shut you down and to control your life, the more the left, the neoliberals, the socialist, the Marxist, the authoritarians on the left come out of their shell and get vocal about putting you on a list, about locking you up for caring for your family, about putting you in prison, which are turning into the gulags of the Soviet Union. And they don't, they don't care that you've done nothing harmful, that you've done nothing to victimize other people. They care that you are potentially carrying that terrorist within you, that invisible jihadist known as COVID-19, and that you could be spreading this disease. But the disease isn't only an illness. The disease is information. It's your thoughts. It's the individuality. The, the lack of responsibility to your fellow man. The lack of responsibility to the earth. And though I think I appreciate nature, I appreciate nature probably as much, if not more, than most people. My, my Saturday morning, whenever or Sunday morning, when I'm at home, is sitting out on my front porch in silence, drinking my coffee and staring out into nature. I, I have a wonderful view of nature at my house. Um, living on, you know, a few acres, eight, eight and three quarter acres. And I enjoy nature and I don't want to see it battered and beaten and 
destroyed. I don't. But most people don't either. Most conservatives don't. And because you may have questions about what is the climate science and what is the effects of greenhouse gases and what is the effect of carbon dioxide or, and carbon monoxide and what are the best ways to go about it and, and how can we make our energy sector more clean and as opposed to completely and totally destroying the our ways of life in order to in further enrich those that are already rich so that they can placate the authoritarian left the corporate left as I've begun be, become to call them and it is completely up to us to counter this not just to counter not to counter the narrative like I said malice is right the discussion's over the discussion is over. There's no more discussion to be had with these people. They don't they believe that society is the parental structure and that it is up to society to raise your children. That it is up to men to police men, for women to police women. And not even that, because there's no policing those that are the perfect goddesses of the coming matriarchy. But white people must police white people in that it isn't a parent's fault. It isn't the parent's responsibility to teach their children and to raise their children to the best of their ability. It is society's job. And this was the whole purpose of the public education system. And it's all coming to fruition. It's all coming full circle now. And so the discussion is not to be had. It is just... It, it's time for a revolution. And a revolution in such a way that it isn't my ideas versus your ideas. It is you can't implement your way of life upon me. And I will show you by opting out. I will no longer participate. I will no longer work within your over, overly regulated system and pay into your chosen institutions, your favored programs. I will not participate and I will not be held accountable or liable for these institutions or these systems. 
I will move at my own pace, in my own way, along my own path. And I will organize with those willing to operate outside of your system, outside of your path. And if you do not leave us alone, then things might get a little fucked up. So it is your best bet to leave us the fuck alone. Now, I had written in that article, in that op, that I had heard Glenn Beck say, it's time to dismantle the CIA and the State Department. And, hey, I couldn't agree with him more. Yes, it's been past time. I think Harry Truman said that. <laughs> you know, at right after, in 1963, Harry Truman was saying, whoa, 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 whoa. This has gotten way out of fucking hand. You know, Eisenhower warned us of the military industrial complex. These are not new problems. What do you think J. Edgar Hoover was doing? He was doing the exact same types of things that Comey was doing. He was blackmailing. He was holding, he was using the rule of law as a political bludgeon to ensure his, his power and influence grew. These aren't new things. This is just a matter of knowing some history. Which Glenn Beck is not a dumb guy. He knows the history. But like so many people, they held on to the ideas of these institutions. The ideas behind the, the, the mythology that is taught that surrounds the American ideal. You know, the 5,000 year leap. Um, the the uh, the Constitution as uh, being uh, doctrine and in just this brilliant document that is you know like came down like mana from heaven upon upon the founding fathers to create a more perfect union uh, system of government that is created out of consent of the governed. But when's the last time you consented to being locked up for nonviolent offenses? When's, when's the last time you consented to being told that you couldn't wash seeds in order to, to, cycle, to cycle through your produce and your vegetables and your garden? When did you consent to that? When did you consent to them sterilizing the, the, 
the crops that grow so that you had no choice but to turn to Monsanto and these corporations and buy seeds from them? When did you consent to that? When did you consent to pharmaceutical companies being able to dictate which drugs you may or may not take? When did you consent to that? The answer is you didn't. You never consented to that. So the solution isn't arguing with these people. The solution is not talking to them and telling them, no, fuck you, you're wrong. No, it doesn't matter if you tell them they're wrong. They are moving forward with their power, wielding the power, bludgeoning you over the head, no matter how wrong it is. They are not going to stop. They're going to laugh at you. They're going to mock you. They're going to say, what are you going to do about it? And what I'm trying to tell you is there is something you can do about it. See, a lot of people want to look at agorism as being an ideological strategy for anarchists. And, yeah, I mean, a lot of anarchists read the, the literature behind agorism when, you, when you're reading uh, Samuel Edward Conkin III. And we discuss it in kind of an intellectual way. But agorism is just acting on your own behalf as an entrepreneur building your own system that your own community and not kowtowing to the regulatory state and their bureaucracies working outside of their systems it's the guy in your town on the side of the road selling shirts and flags. It's the fruit stand in the middle of of your flea market. It's the vegetable garden that your neighbor grows. It's self-sufficiency. It's individuality. And until enough people hold on, grab a hold of the idea of the rugged individual, and not only in theory, but in practice, and begin to live their life in that way, to withhold their money, not claim taxes, to withhold their consent, to act outside of the regulatory state and its bureaucracies, to homeschool their children, whether the state approves or not, in whatever fashion they see fit, to begin unschooling, to operate on their own behalf, 
as an autonomous person, an individual living amongst slaves to the state. We are always going to be beholden to the whims of the authoritarians. The revolution that is necessary is not necessarily violent. It is a revolution of individuals creating freedom on their own behalf and connecting with each other in order to avoid spending, giving money to the corporations. It is a revolution of growing your own food in your own community and selling it to your neighbors. It is a revolution of educating the children of your community to be free, independent thinkers away from the confines of public education system. Now, Glenn Beck had uh, a guest on, and they made a huge mistake. Huge mistake. They said that those on the left, those pushing for Marxism, those that want to see the coming Great Reset, those that are advocating the lockdowns, hate the state, hate the United States, and want to see its destruction. No, that's, that's a huge mistake. Huge they do not hate the state. They do not hate the United States. They do not want to see its destruction. No. They love the state. They want to embrace the United States as their tool. And they want to destroy freedom. They want to destroy liberty. They wish only to wield that power that the United States stands for. That power they love, that authority. The largest military in the world, the most prosperous nation ever known to mankind. They wish to wield that authority. And this is all part of their progressive agenda has been for over a hundred years to grow the power of the state to such a degree that it can be wielded around the world effectively in order to force all persons all around the globe into their chosen system into their socially engineered 
eugenic system. And those that resist are going to find themselves on a helicopter ride unless the numbers are large enough. Those that every person I know that speaks of individual liberty or individual responsibility are conservatives, libertarians, or anarchists. And I'm telling conservatives, libertarians, and anarchists that the only way to counter what is coming is by embracing the tactics of agorism. To create a secondary economic system outside of the scope of the government, outside of their purview. And that by continuously working within this system that is being utilized and weaponized against your liberties and your freedoms, your individuality, to turn you into just another cog in the machine, a robot going about your daily business for the benefit of the state, that you must, if you are looking to counter that, it is not going to be through violent means, it is going to be through shadowy means. You are going to have to fall into the shadows and create, as John Bush calls them, freedom cells and small communities in which you work together. And that we will have to find alternatives to Amazon and to uh, Walmart. And we're going to have to find other freedom-loving individuals to support financially during this time. And we're going to have to turn away from the corporations and we're going to have to find alternatives to these corporations. And that it's probably going to be a struggle. A lot of these corporations have, uh, you know, Amazon has basically cornered the book market. But that doesn't mean that it's impossible to create publications elsewhere. Alternate forms of publishing elsewhere. And it's going to be a process of, of creating these systems and these freedom cells in order to counter the effects of the globalism and the, the large corporations and their governments. I know the ideal is that this is the government for the people and by the people here in the United States. 
But that hasn't been the case for a long, long time. That government ended several decades ago. And they were able to pacify you and lie to you for a long time using their propaganda outlets like CNN and Fox News. But they no longer have to hide it from you anymore. They're not being silent about it. They're not afraid to gaslight you. They're not afraid to talk about the Great Reset in one breath and then call you a conspiracy theorist when you say you disagree with it. They are openly adversarial to your ideas of autonomy and individuality. They are cheering along the authoritarianism. And if you resist, they want to see you destroyed. And they have created enough public sentiment and advocacy within the public to get away with it. So our choices are limited. We don't have the choice to argue these points anymore. That time has been passed. We can't, if you're depending on Donald Trump using, utilizing the system to overturn the system, still at this point in time, after you've seen what has happened over the last four years and how ineffectual and ineffective he has actually been in doing anything of substance, you, you, you've bought into a cult figure and you're not living within reality. That's a fantasy. Even if, let's say, Donald Trump really does believe what he's saying and wants to do all the things he said he's going to do, it's not going to happen. And that should be perfectly evident at this point in time. That elections are a tool to convince you that the government is legitimate. And now that the confidence of the legitimacy of that government is washed away, it is time to find other means of liberty and freedom. And those means are not within the system. There is not freedom by trying to participate with those that wish to see you destroyed. There are no compromising with people that want to kill you 
and destroy your way of life, that want to enslave your children to their institutions and to their programs. There's not, there, you can't compromise with that. All you can do is check out, push for more nullification and secession if you happen to live in states that at least get pay lip service to the ideas of freedom. Anyway, that's all I got on that. Those are the thoughts I had on that. I just felt like it was important to kind of expand on that a little bit more. And, you know, I'm Tommy Salmons. Late.